Hi guys, welcome back. This is Sarah. Hey, and Whitney. Today, we got a topic that is basic function of life, people. Yes. Sleep. Oh, sleep. It's It feels like it's always unattainable at it's any point in time. It's a dream world right it now. Is. And, it's gold. Uh, so one thing I think that sums up sleep to me in a postpartum period well, let's back uh-huh. up even third tri- trimester okay yeah I would say for me personally once I hit about 35 36 weeks the acid reflux and they trying to get comfortable because you got this big old belly and you, all the things sciatic pain I gave up on sleep towards the end with yeah. both pregnancies especially yeah. James our latest mm-hmm. so uncomfortable yeah he decided to do gymnastics at night of course naturally mm-hmm the acid reflux was so bad, I thought I was going to basically aspirate to death. Uh-huh. One night, no lie, yeah. I had, for some reason, you know, you crave horrible things, too. Yeah. And towards the end, you just, just have no cares. No. Mm-mm. So I ate, like, this. I was like, we're going to go get Mexican. And yes. probably ate, like, my weight and chips and sauce. Nice. And then so bad one night, I literally reached over to Bill. And I was like, I couldn't speak. And I was like, yes. I'm going to, this is how... I like, die. Like, this is how I'm going down. Uh-huh. So then I literally had to, like, get up and put 15 pillows behind me uh-huh. in between my legs. And I was just crying. I'm like, I need sleep because I knew what postpartum period was yeah. coming. And I was like, this is so unfair. Yeah. Like, why do I have to struggle now and then? Uh-huh. But sleep is one of those things I just don't think people realize. Yeah. How not getting that is going to impact you. It's huge. It's a it basic huge. function. Okay. Mm-hmm. Breathing, water, yep. sleep. Mm-hmm. You have your hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. That's the first. Oh yeah, but it's as, foundational. But our mom, us as moms, mm-hmm. I, I always hate it when people are like, "You'll sleep when they're older." If we survive to then, that's yes. I'm like, thank you. I have not slept more than four hours in a month. That's how I, I remember feeling that. Yeah. If someone told me that, and I'm like, yeah. that's great. Yeah. I can what when 18 more years of this. Yeah, exactly. Or they're like, don't you just sleep when the baby sleeps? When am I supposed to shower or well, eat? Or if or... you have other kids. Exactly. And so I always felt like it was just something that people minimized. Yeah. I was about to say that was gaslighting what happened to yeah. you. If you sleep when they're older. Or it's almost just like I experienced it. Oh, you can do it too. You know, that whole yeah. like just mentality of like. It's a rite of passage yeah. and it's it shouldn't have to be. No, because the sleep deprivation it's detrimental. So I feel like there's like a lot of focus on babies' sleep and nap schedules. Right. And part of that is founded in it helps their brain development. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Wholeheartedly, sleep helps your babies, your children, regardless of infancy, but it helps their brains grow and develop. Right. So why on earth would we think that as adults... We should have to suffer without sleep because that's what we do in the newborn stage. Yeah. And my youngest is almost two years old and I'm, I'm pretty sure I can count on like two hands how many times she's actually slept through the night. Yeah. She's not my sleeper. Yeah. She's just not. And some kids, some babies, Mm -hmm. I have friends who there seem to be natural sleepers. Yeah. And they really didn't that have one, they didn't have to do too much. That was my oldest. She was the unicorn. Yeah. And, and then, you know, I just I thought I could do the same thing with my youngest. Oh, that the and youngest. And turns out kid, that didn't work. No, the youngest one comes in hot. I'm yeah, telling they, you. They do. They're very tenacious. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Makes so, you mm-hmm. wonder sometimes. You're like, ooh, okay. Yeah. Buckle up. Yeah. I have to say, I'm not necessarily looking forward to the teen years with her. No. I don't know if, I, you know, James, he just turned one, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to survive his toddlerhood. I'm so sorry. Yeah. He's he's a he's a wild, but back to sleep. Mm-hmm. Thankful of him. Yeah. Um, I didn't recognize this before, but with sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. it made me rageful. Oh, yeah. And I was like, why does this upset me so much now? Mm-hmm. But because... I was not getting REM sleep. So REM sleep yes. is that nice, that deep, deep sleep, sleep that's restorative, dreaming. which your body heals itself during it, which, uh-huh. hello, we just gave birth. Yeah. Whichever way you did it, yeah. your body needs to heal. Well, and we also, we're not just recovering from delivery. We're recovering from a pregnancy. Growing a human. It's a lot. I mean, we formed every organ in there. Yep. We did it all. Mm-hmm. And whichever way you're going about it, if you're breastfeeding, formula feeding, you're getting up constantly to feed. And especially, you know, I remember breastfeeding with Will, which Mm -hmm. I did the longest, and with James. For my own, he had a dairy allergy, plus just for my own mental health, we cut it short. Yeah, I don't blame you. You got to do what you got to do. Recognized from going down there. Yep, boundaries, personal boundaries. So, you know, I was like trying to hydrate, but sleep, if you're not sleeping, you have a very hard time making milk. Yes. It's a correlation. Mm-hmm. And I didn't also realize with sleep that you almost function as if you're drunk or drowsy. Oh, yeah. There was a huge study, and I forget how many car crashes. Mm-hmm. And it was due to sleep-deprived parents. But here mm-hmm. we are, expected yep. to not sleep, Yeah, get up, mm-hmm. go to work, take your kid to the doctor, take yeah. your kid to school. Yeah. Keep these tiny humans and yourself alive. When you're not getting these basic needs met. Exactly. So what do you tell moms when they're like, I am not sleeping. How do I cope? What can I do? So part of it is I would figure out what is the root of not sleeping. So with my first, again, she was my unicorn sleeper. Mm -hmm. She was a great sleeper. Praise Jesus for that because my second one just Mm -hmm. did not do it. But my, why I couldn't and wouldn't sleep with my first is because I had such postpartum anxiety about SIDS. Yeah. So I wouldn't let myself sleep for fear of SIDS happening if I slept while she slept. And that was me as well. So if it is something that is like SIDS rooted related, I would encourage you to talk to your pediatrician about a SIDS monitor. Mm-hmm. We, um, with my oldest, we used a snoozer. Yeah. Loved it. And then with my second, we had an outlet. Yeah, we did the outlet for both. And so, you know, talk to your pediatrician, see if they're on board with it. But it gave me peace of mind just knowing that there was a safety net. Right. I just needed to know that there could be an alarm if there needed to be an alarm. But that being said, if your sleep deprivation is not rooted in SIDS, let's just say you have a baby that doesn't want to sleep. Hello, Mm -hmm. my second child. Yeah. And so if that is the case, who can you recruit to help you? Yeah. So... That being said, sometimes our spouses, like my husband, when my second one was born, it was COVID, August 2020, he had literally just started a new job at a school, and because it was COVID, they couldn't get substitute teachers, Mm. because nobody wanted to work in the school. Yeah. You know, and the only preventative measure we had was masking. Yeah. And I mean, he works in high school, so I mean, you know, it's just not going to be consistent. Let's just call it for what it is. So, you know, I... We were lucky 
mm-hmm. that he was there for delivery. Yeah. But he went back to work the next day. Yeah. As I mean, that's yeah. It's rare now, especially in yes. America, that you know the spouse and the other can take that parental leave. Yep. To be there, mm-hmm. and it's even rarer that I mean. You know, I was lucky my mom came for a couple weeks, yeah. and she was a saving grace. Yes. Um, but that's rare today, too. Yep. That's hard. The village, the mentality of, you know, our other cultures, it's like when you're pregnant, you move in with the family. Yes. They take care of you, and then there's, uh-huh. like, a resting period. I forget yep. how many days, like 60, 90 days. Oh, and wow. You just basically yeah. rest and recover. Yes. And they do everything mm-hmm. and support you. Yep. That's not... No. no one's reality, usually. No. Very seldom. Mm-hmm. So if it is one of those things like your spouse doesn't get a leave, they yeah. go straight back to work. You know, I had to be very mindful like he was teaching. Yeah. He was going to have to drive. Yeah. So him taking the night shift was not very realistic. Yeah. You know, and I knew that and I was okay with that. But it was one of those, if I had, you know, friends or family that would say, you know, how can I help you? I was still not super comfortable with somebody watching my daughter overnight. Right. Because, again, most people, their circadian rhythm is set to sleeping at night. Right. My biggest fear is that they would fall asleep with her in their arms. And something would happen. And something would happen. So, again, Sid's anxiety right there. But I would say, well, if you can come at any point during the day. Let me take a nap. I can rest. Mm -hmm. Even if I couldn't, because I'm not a great napper. I never have been. But I could rest. And kind of check out for a little bit. Yes. You know, because I knew that she was taken care of. Mm-hmm. And we formula fed. So I would just say, hey, when it gets to be around this time, yeah, make her a bottle. Yeah. You know, make her a couple of ounces. I could handle that. Right. Because I wasn't worried about them falling asleep with her in their arms. Right. Now, if she fell asleep in their arms and they're wide awake, I... I'm good with it. Right. Don't care. Newborn stage. Yeah. Whatever. So I had to figure out what my personal boundaries were with that. To allow people to help you. Yes. So, and it's one of those two. I love my mother-in-law and she kept saying, oh, I just love to come do laundry. Love to come do laundry. Blah, blah, blah. You know, I folded your sister-in-law's underwear. Not that big of a deal. Personally, I don't want my mother-in-law doing my laundry. I don't want her seeing my underwear. Yeah. That's just, that's just a me thing. But can she do... My older child's laundry? Sure. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. She can do the baby's laundry. Yeah. She can do towels. Yeah. I'm good with that. She can do dishes. So it's one of those, again, figuring out what are my personal boundaries. Mm -hmm. Again, didn't want her doing my laundry, but I had other laundry she could do if that's where she really felt like she was gifted and wanted to serve us. Right. Or it's like, please come during the day or please yes. drop off a meal. Exactly. Or taking something off your plate when you're sleep deprived. Yes. Or if you have neighbors or friends that yeah. if you have older kids, if they could do the drop off pickup for school, if you're yes. comfortable with that. Absolutely. Because, you know, I remember having James and then Will still needed to go to school. Yep. That was something I was kind of unprepared because you still had to get up, get ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and, the best, you know, I felt like, too, when I got waking up in the middle of the night when James was crying or even yeah. Will was crying, it was so much harder for me to go back to sleep. Yes. And it's almost like this rush of hormones to be waking up with that cry of a baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Especially then, if you're breastfeeding. Too. Oh, and I mean, I remember with Will, I felt like my boobs were going to explode. Yep. Mm-hmm. So even if he was asleep, I would have to get up and pump. Yep. 
And I was so resentful of that. Yep. I remember we had a, I rented a hospital grade pump because when Will was born so early, it took me a very yes. hard time for my milk supply to yeah. come in. So it was a very big struggle to me. Yeah. And I had, I called her old Bessie. She was large <laughs> and in charge. I feel like I still have like a PTSD of this sound that a pump. Oh, I'm sure. Anybody's ever pumped a herder pump? It's like that. Rah, rah, rah. Oh god! And I remember at one point in the middle of the night, I thought the pump was speaking to me, and I was like, well, "Okay, whoa, Sarah! Like this is like, delirium. Like yeah. this is a whole level of yes. life that does not need to happen." Yep. And I remember hearing Bill in bed snoring, and I was like, "I'm gonna throw a punch you." Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like. This is going to be the end of him right here, and he doesn't even know it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes he said he would wake up, and he'd be like, where'd she go? And then I'd be in the corner pumping in the middle of the night. Yeah. And so then I kind of decided, this is getting to a point where Will was yeah. sleeping, and I had to kind of balance. The pumping, sleeping schedule. And it yeah. wasn't serving me. And I wish somebody with Will, especially earlier, would have been like, Sarah, yeah. I think you're struggling with postpartum depression. Yeah. Sleep and depression, which I was reading about, is biodirectional. So what does that yes. mean? So that means that lack of sleep causes depression. Mm-hmm. Depression can cause lack of sleep. Yep. So they're kind of both, as a new mom. Yes. They're intertwined. It's so messy. Sleep deprivation can absolutely exacerbate depression, anxiety, bipolar, any type of mental Rage illness. with me. Yes. Just angry. Oh, yeah. I was well, just angry. Because let's just be real. It doesn't feel fair that our husband has useless nipples. Oh, it doesn't feel fair that I gave birth, grew this child. Yeah, went it, through a traumatic delivery. Uh-huh. And the kid looks just like him. I was like, really? Yeah, that would be my first. Mm-hmm. Minus the traumatic delivery. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I went through all this poking and prodding and infertility uh-huh. stuff for you to look like your dad. Uh-huh. Come out. It was a little bill. I was like, really? Okay, here yeah. we go. Mm-hmm. But I think that the thing to mention, though, is like, I feel like it's normal to have some form of resentment in that moment. Mm -hmm. It's not letting that get a hold of you and wrecking you. But I think you have to kind of say, yeah, this feels really unfair to me right now. Yeah, you can validate yourself. Yeah, because Because it is unfair. With Bill's job especially, he couldn't be sleep deprived. Yeah. um, Even if he did to take a couple of shifts. Yeah. It sometimes felt like it was more difficult for us in the long run. Yeah. So yeah, being open about it was easier if I actually moved to the guest bedroom mm-hmm. with both of the boys. I did yes. this and let him have that uninterrupted yes. sleep mm-hmm. because I was the one that was doing it anyway. So I just yeah. felt like even that walking from like oh, our bedroom yeah. to the nursery. It's a lot. I just got even more angry just to walk for some reason. That yeah. was like if I'm just right there with mm-hmm. them. It's less. It's easier. The, I had the diaper station. Yep. I, you know, if it was formula, I would have formula set up. If I was breastfeeding, yeah. it was that. But I think a lot of p- people don't want to say, it feels unfair. Yeah. I'm feeling resentful. Yeah. I'm getting angry about this. Yeah. Which I think is all super normal. We all it feel is. that way. Oh, for sure. And Absolutely. then especially if you're a working mom. Knowing that you're up at 2 a.m. and you have to go to work the next day. Mm-hmm. Or if you're staying at home and you have other kids and you still have to function. Yeah. It feels really it's hard. A lot. Is there anything that you found that's helpful for moms that's struggling in that? And it's and it's not postpartum depression. It's just yes. that hard. Well, I think part of it is validate yourself. Mm-hmm. 
we're allowed to say that something is hard. Yeah. We're allowed to say that we're frustrated. That's not a bad thing. It doesn't feel good. Right. Just, it does not feel good. But you are not wrong or doing wrong by feeling those things. Yeah. So validate yourself. If it's one of those, like, with me, with my husband, because he worked in a school system, he, and it was COVID, so I knew he wasn't going to be able to take off work. Yeah. I also knew he really couldn't be sleep deprived. Same. Yeah. You know, and I knew, I knew that I was taking 12 weeks off of work. So I also knew, because the second go around, we just were a little bit more prepared. I already knew, okay, well, if she has a really rough night, we're not running errands. We're, we're chilling We're just going to be chill. We're going to stay at home. We might do a walk around the neighborhood. Yeah. But really, that was my highest expectation of myself. Right. But it was one of those two. I would tell him, okay, you're taking my older, our older daughter to school. Yeah. I can't get up with her at 6 o'clock in the morning if I just went to bed at 4.30. Yeah. Because the other one was screaming and crying. The whole entire night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was one of those, I had to delegate what I could yeah, and what he could handle too. If he's not waking up or your spouse or partner's not in the middle of the night with you, giving them something that's helpful during the day. Yes. Or even, I I don't, I feel like it took me with James, not with Will, for sure with Will, I just felt like I had to like put on this badge of armor just to like suffer through it. Mm -hmm. And with James, I was like, this is just not fair. So I had a totally different kind of- Yes. Yeah, that second one really changes our perspective. Yeah. you For sure. You know it's coming. Yeah. But it's still really hard. Oh, yeah. And I think I kept, t- I didn't expect Bill to fix it because I yeah. knew he couldn't take those night shifts. Exactly. Um, But I had to let go. If once that was established, I had to yes. let go of it mm-hmm. because if I set unrealistic expectations, like one day he would just magically be like, yeah. I'll take the night shift, yeah. which never happened. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, I get even more upset and disappointed. Yeah. So just knowing, I think, yeah, having so, a clear expectation, having those hard conversations. Agreeing. Yeah. And, and saying, how's it going to work? Yeah. Well, I can remember telling my husband, I'm like, I understand you can't take night shift. I get that. But I need you to take our older daughter to school. Mm-hmm. And when you get home in the afternoons, I would really like for you to take some time with our baby so that I can shower if it's been a rough day. Mm-hmm. Or so I can go pick up our older daughter and have some one-on-one time with her. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what we did when my second one was born. Because we unfortunately learned the hard way when my first one was born. Yeah. That sleep deprivation exacerbated his already existing depression. Yeah. And that's just something to be aware of is your spouse, partner, whoever, they can also experience postpartum depression or anxiety. Absolutely. There's actually a huge study that just came out that was just showing that they, now we know moms take the brunt of it and Mm -hmm. we're not saying it's equivalent, but we do know if your partner is suffering that it impacts them. So even just like with postpartum depression, you know, we're more prone to go to ER visits, more outpatient visits. Mm -hmm. Um, We're, we're trying to maybe like I did this with Will, try to figure out if there's something wrong with him to make me feel better because I was so anxious or we're maybe it's a cry for help and we don't even know we're doing that yeah spouses do that as well Mm -hmm. they have more outpatient more er visits yeah if your partner is not sleeping well you're more Mm -hmm. likely not sleep well yep relationship issues Mm -hmm. sleep deprivation is going to impact your relationship oh heck yeah if anybody says that you don't have some moments in that newborn phase 
They're lying to you. Yeah, I was about to say, they're a liar. So, because it's not, unless maybe picture perfect, maybe you have a night nurse, or you have, which I didn't even know was a thing yeah. until recently, but apparently it's a huge business, and I kind of see oh, why, yeah. Um, that they take that, the yes. night shifts for you. Mm. We weren't blessed enough to have that as an option. I was about to say, I didn't know that existed, uh-huh. and I'm a little unhappy that I didn't know that. Uh-huh. It's I mean, they make a good living doing it, these night nurses. I'm sure they do. So if you are of that ability to pay for that or have an option. Even if it's like once a week, geez. Sleep is worth a lot of money. Yeah, it is. And that's something, too, that now if we were ever to have a third, which we're not because team no uterus over here, thanks to baby James taking my taking his he ensured he's the last baby Mm -hmm. that's that's another thing about him he was like i'm finalizing this Uh um but what i also say is sometimes in the moon moms yeah you have a lot of everything like if you're gonna be gifted all this stuff at showers and if people are like hey what do you need and you have night nurses and agency a lot of times nicu nurses will do this oh that would be a great person to have on hand there was actually one of our babysitters she was nicu nurse she did that for some families i had no idea this until after we are through that stage. Yeah. Um, but I'm saying, ask your friends and family to throw yes. in to do that. That would be a great gift. I mean, the Huge. gift of sleep. Your well-being, your health mm-hmm. and mental health well-being. Mm-hmm. Or asking, like we said, a friend um, or a family member. My mom yeah. used to come and take some shifts, and I would count down the days until she would come. Uh-huh. And it was just getting more than four hours of sleep is magical. It is. So what we yes. just want you guys to know is if you're in the trenches of third trimester into, yes. you know, and it's sometimes it's not even just the newborn stage. Sometimes kids, they have a lot of sleep progressions. It's a long period. Yeah, it is. If you're feeling like it's getting heavy on you, mm-hmm. that's to be expected. Short-tempered yeah. more. Yeah. Harder to concentrate. Yes. That mom brain, well, hello, are we sleeping? Probably not. Exactly. And what things we want you to know to do about it is being realistic with yourself. Yep. Healthy expectations. Mm-hmm. Asking for support, looking at yeah. resources. You know, I know it sounds cheesy, but getting out if you can for a few more yeah. ni- minutes in the morning, have yeah. a, like a walk. It's good for baby too. Oh, yeah. Water, cutting out the caffeine in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm the worst person to do that. I was about to say, I feel like I need to take <sighs> I need to take that, that, but I know it works. You know, I've, the yeah. whole bed is for sleep and sex. That yeah. whole, yeah. there's something to it, you know, yeah. just oh. not laying on your phone, looking at Instagram, scrolling, exactly. kind of making your bedroom cool, dark. Yeah. Whatever you can do yeah. to help yourself. A better sleep environment. Sleep or hygiene. to sleep, yeah. Or even shutting it down mentally. I think moms, we have a really hard time. <sighs> like, we get in bed, we're like, oh my gosh, school pictures, or I didn't buy this. Because mm. we're, I feel like often we're the default, right? So we yes. plan everything. Yeah. Does the kids have clothes? Oh, wait, yes. is this due for work? Yep. Just almost like I do a mind dump before bed, and I know that helps me. Mm-hmm. So I can just sleep. And that's where I would encourage maybe a little voice journaling. Yeah. Just get but it I, out. But I do feel like, moms, we are always on because guess what? We have the monitor. Oh, I see. Even now, James had like a little cough this week. And every time he would cough in the middle of the night, I would just be like, Ooh, you know, and yeah. just have to look at him. Yep. For sure. Or then with to- the toddler, Will, I hear it, and I'm like, is he climbing out? Is he roaming around? You know. Then you have, like, yeah. the whole different fears when they're oh, toddler. Yeah. Oh, is he yeah. going to come down and oh, be yeah. at my bed in two mm-hmm. seconds? Yeah. So I think it's just 
know it's not to be expected that, you know, what is literally used for yeah. terrorism, interrogation, sleep deprivation yeah. is expected of moms. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not fair. We see you, we hear you, and we're saying prioritize your sleep, yeah. whatever that is. And utilize whatever resources you do have, mm-hmm. whether it's a spouse or partner, whether it's friends and family. Even if you have a friend that's like, hey, I can only come over for a couple of hours. Take it. I mean, yes, take it. And you may not even be able to get a nap in at that point, but you can at least kind of retreat a little bit. Watch a show, shower in peace. Shower, you know, without worrying about the screaming baby. Mm -hmm. Maybe even if it means you're laying on your bed and you're just not doing anything. Yeah, totally fine. And the Mm -hmm. fact of don't set the world expectations when you know you're already issues. Like, oh yeah, I felt like especially the second time with Will, I had to go do all these special things with him, which I wanted to. Yes, but I was so tired. He would have been just as fine yeah. if we didn't do everything to make. I think I was trying to overcompensate the fact that I was like, oh my gosh, I've just wrecked his world. Yeah, kids are super resilient. They are, and just especially gotta, when they're younger like oh, that. They, he didn't. He would have been totally fine. Yeah. You've been fine. It's just I needed to rest and recover more, but I put too much pressure on myself. Yeah. So, moms, we're here for you. That's right. Get that sleep. As always, we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.